Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bros Pod is brought to you by Bet Online. It's that type of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. So head to our website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their opening day super promo where you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Bros Pod is also brought to you by Balance 7. So I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. He's been taking a new product he owes all the credit to, Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH balancing alkaline supplement drink. You can see how Balance 7 has helped. He looked great in his celebrity boxing match versus Aaron Carter. So head to Balance7.com and use the code BELIEVE for free shipping. Again, that's Balance7.com and use the code BELIEVE for free shipping. If it worked for him, it can work for you too. So coming up, Bill and I will talk about uh, the latest news in sports, particularly in the NFL. Uh, Cam Newton was obviously, as everyone has heard by now, he was cut by the New England Patriots and Belichick. So we'll talk about how that went down and where we think Cam might end up next. We'll also talk about uh, all the NFL rookie quarterbacks that will be starting and the differences among them. And also we'll talk some, a little bit of U.S. Open up through the quarterfinals. But first, Steve Wilson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another version, another year, another season of Bill Roden on Sports here in Midtown Manhattan, high above the fray, (laughs) as we're eagerly anticipating the beginning of yet another football season. Uh, Holding down here uh, with my co-host and good friend, the great Jamal Murphy. Murph, what's up? What's up, Bill? Everything's good over here. I'm, uh, I'm just watching some good U.S. Open tennis. A lot of good tennis today. Really? Um, yeah, how can it be somehow. good if Serena Serena's not playing? I don't know, man. You got you got Sloane Stevens. She's she's still fighting to stay alive. You got Osaka still in the game on the men's side. Men's side, you know, is a little always a little more boring. No, no, no brothers at all. Well, you got you got uh, Tiafo. Uh, right, he's still alive. I think he, he has a tough matchup today. He could be gone today. We'll see. Um, but you know, some but you know, a lot of entertaining stuff going on. But why do you think it's been t- so tough for for black men? I mean, I don't think 
there's not been a black USA US Open, a Grand Slam men's black men's winner since Arthur Ashe. I think that's the that's the stat. Well, why, def- why definitely it? American because Yannick Noah, I, I think, won one right, right. after that. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, you, you have to you have to go deep in the barrel. <laughs> in the black barrel, you gotta go deep hey, in the black barrel. We, I, I claimed him too when he was winning. I was rooting for him, you know, back in the day. Oh yeah, absolutely, you uh, had to. Yeah, you know. So, no, nah, I mean, we. I feel like you know, we all, we we talk about this, you know, every definitely U.S. Open, and you know, I think part of it is that you know the, the American black men have so have so many sports to choose from, um, and tennis is not looked at as one of the cooler sports. Maybe I guess. You know, so they don't get the I don't think they get the the best of of the athletes. Um, but I'm starting to notice in the, in the last year or so, um, you know, there's some more like Tiafo, like you mentioned, but also worldwide. Um, there are a couple of guys I've noticed. So I, I would predict in the next couple of years, we'll, we'll see we're going to we're going to see some more black guys, you know, worldwide, maybe not maybe not Americans, but worldwide uh, doing some damage in tennis. I guess. We'll see. It's been a long, a long time. That's I true. Mean, that's a bold prediction. Yeah, I mean, because you say they have so much to choose from. Like so much, like what? Not hockey. Well, not basketball, baseball. football. Well, that's true. Yeah, not yeah, basketball. Ba- I guess it's just basketball, basketball football. Basketball, football. What else <laughs> is there? Anything like else? So much. What not, am I forgetting? Not golf. I feel. Not I feel like golf, I'm forgetting. Not soccer. <laughs> All right, you put it like that. You put it like that. That's 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 true. That is true. I got to think of some more sports. Wait, basketball, football. What else do we play? I don't know. You look. I mean, you know, even skateboarding. Were we even skateboarding <laughs> at the Olympics? No, I don't think so. Like they, like they inventing sports to keep us out of. You know. Nah, you're right. And then you look at football. You look at football, and just when we are celebrating uh, the rise of the black quarterback, remember the undefeated? We did the whole series on right. the rise of the black quarterback, and here we go, and blah right. blah blah blah. Right. And and. Even last week, we talked about the rise of black quarterback. And typically, as has always happened in black history, whenever there are black games, there's automatically a backlash. Yeah. So we, we're, try, we're talking about all these black quarterbacks, and it's almost as if the white powers that be said, fuck that. So now on opening day, you're going to have three white quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks starting, and, and the three brothers are like on the bench. You know, they're not quite ready, almost. Not right. quite ready. You got uh, you got Justin Fields. Right, he's not, not ready. Quite he's ready not ready. Chicago, Trey Lance, not quite ready. Well, and, yeah, and Trey Lance, Lance, not quite ready. But then, but then yeah. you got you got Trevor Lawrence. He's ready. You know, he's ready he's now. Ready. He barely had a competition. And uh, Mac Jones, right. he's ready. He's more ready Mac, than Cam. He's more ready than Cam Newton. Right. He said they sent Cam Newton. Pat, that's how ready he was. Not only is did you beat Cam out, we're gonna fire him. Just so you don't feel intimidated, right? You know, and uh, so I think for anybody who thinks this whole black quarterback thing is over, you know, it, it will never be over. You know, I, I think you know it, it kind of parallels this white fear about you know they say in ten to fifteen years white people will be a minority, right? And if you look at the NFL with the way it's trending, you know, with black coaches, you know, who have formed this really deep talent pool should be should be at least half the head coaches black quarterback should be it, it should be at least looking like the defensive secondary 
Right. So it's almost as if, you know, people say, oh, man, you know, these white coaches, they want to do, they want to win. So well, I think it's not the white coach. I think it's the fan base. That's right. who, that's the fan base always, you know, and I think that there's this ongoing fear of being left behind, of having like one day looking up and one day half the black quarterbacks in the NFL starting are black and their backups are black. And, um, you know, so. Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, there's a, there's always defense being played as you always, as you always, uh, mentioned in terms of, in terms of, uh, the racism that's out there. If black people take a step forward, they're ready to push us back. I mean, look at, I mean, it just, when, when you was talking about that, it's just, it start, I started getting depressed thinking about uh, voting rights, you know, and, and voting oh, laws, man. you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, crazy. That's, you're right, it's a microcosm. You know, you have this tremendous black turnout and sure enough, A, they keep the lie up that it was stolen. And now let's see how we keep as many black folks from voting as possible. Let's move the goalposts, let's change the rules, let's redo the districts, let's gerryman. You know, it's it's I guess that's one thing you have to tell young folks, man, is that this shit is never over. You right. know, you can, you can never you can never relax because it's just nonstop, whether it's the NFL, I don't know what they what what they're gonna do about the NBA. They may have just thrown up their hands and we just won't watch. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, d- slightly different fan base in the NBA. Uh, you know, probably more inner city based or city based. Um, but yeah, man, I think you know, and, and never underestimate the intensity of the other side. You right. know how 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 invested they are to to in in order to hold other people back. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, pri- privilege is real. You know, we talked yeah. about that in terms of. Stories that have happened in the media, white reporters in the media, you know, that privilege is, is real. And people do not want to give up power or privilege, you know, no, nobody. Right. And and, you know, just getting getting back to, to the quarterback thing. Um, I mean, you know, like like you said, like the whole thing is, oh, we're, we're past it. We got all these, you know, black quarterbacks taking over, supposedly. Even, and But when you really look at it, and we talked about this last episode, is the numbers don't really say that. I mean, it right. seems right. like there are more of them. I guess eight, exactly. eight, eight or nine is a lot. Seven, eight or nine is a lot. Um, but that's that's still only a quarter of the NFL, um, you know, when you, when you look at it. And then, you know, looking at the – the young kids coming in, it's just, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, there it is for you. And I know there are, you know, every, every case, has special circumstances, and I guess you could try, you can justify it here or there and, and, and say, maybe, you know, this isn't, it, it doesn't really represent the true story, but it, but it probably does. Because when you look at these white quarterbacks, like, like you said, Trevor Lawrence, great college career played, played, you know, three years, at Clemson, um, he he comes in. He's the number one pick. Okay, he, he starts right away. There's really no question about it. Justin Fields was on his same level through, from high school into the into Ohio State. He did everything he was supposed to do at Ohio State. Uh, he comes in, and all and when you and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we need you know we don't want to rush him. Uh, we, you know he he needs to you know he needs to sit back and 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 learn the game and. And maybe that'll help him in the long. Maybe it'll help him in the long run. Maybe, maybe that's a it's a good thing for him. But it's, but when you look at society or the NFL and how this stuff works, you know, 
Trevor Lawrence jumps right in. He, they, they trust him with the starting job. Fields, not so much. Then you got right. Mac Jones. They trust him with the starting job. He only played one year at Alabama. Okay. Uh, they trust him with the starting job. But when it comes to Trey Lance, oh, no, we got to wait and see, uh, you know. Let him learn about Jimmy G. And, and the thing that I always pay attention to is the language. Mm-hmm. From the from the media from the from the TV booth, the language around white quarterback, right? Like even with Matt Jones, they started on top of man, this kid, you know, he's got a whiteboard in his room and he's just constantly studying, you know, starting that nonsense again, you know, and, right. and everyone, the Andy Dalton, you know, this guy's just a, he sees it before it even happened, right? You know, uh, and and what's the name, uh, uh Lawrence? You know, this kid's oh, yeah. just got the it factor. He's had ever since high school. Right. And I just think that when, when you listen to how they talk about these white quarterbacks and given the racism and the uh, animosity between traditionally between white men and black men, for them to have to talk about black people like that, using those terms, like, right. man, really, just really so intelligent, really such such a great leader, really just has all the character, really has all, you know, it's just they would never just talk about black men like that is always, you know, even with, with Russell Wilson, at some point to talk about his, you know, even Mahomes, his throwing angle, it'll be, right. it'll be the physical, the physicality right. of it, you know. And so remember, they, they, they made, really- they made Mahomes sit out a year and, uh, you know, right. and then, and then, you know, you could say, oh, well, he benefited from that and had, you know, he played so well after the fact it must have helped him. But right. I mean, also, one earlier. right. It also shows maybe he was he would have been ready earlier. I mean, he's if he's that good, right. you can't tell me that all these other guys who aren't as good as him, who who were thrown into the fire, you know. Right. But but he, you know, he needed to sit back and wait a year uh, uh, behind Alex Smith. You know, Alex I'm Smith, not, who's not, not even not buying it in the league anymore. No, know, so. no, and uh, that gets back to the tragedy of racism because just think about. Had they gotten religion about black quarterbacks 30 years ago, we'd have been 30 years ahead. The game would have already moved, you know, instead, inch by inch, you know. uh, Not only do you ruin lives and break spirits, but you basically retard the game. We could have been way ahead. We could have been, we could have been here like 30 years ago, you know, had you just given people a fair opportunity. So I know a lot, well, not our listeners, this is what they expect. But anybody else tuning in is, oh, come on, Jesus Christ, what are you talking about? You know, right, and right. so we'll see it. And, you know, and with, and you're, you're right, in the sake of Cam, did he bring that? How much of that did he bring on himself? Clearly, Deshaun Watson, right. you know, uh, a tragedy. How much, you know, clearly did he bring on himself? Right. Uh, which is a legitimate conversation with, you know, Cam not being vaccinated. Belichick claims that him might not be vaccinated had no, you know, no role in all this kind of I'm stuff. Not, yeah, I'm not buying um, that one. I'm not buying that one. I yeah, mean, just to, I mean, I mean, just to, I mean, if it were me, it would come into my, it, I would take it into account. Okay? Right. Um, and we've talked about Lamar Jackson a couple of weeks ago. Cam, you know, said he, he he's, a, I think he said he's not vaccinated. Oh, no, I don't think he said that. But, but based on the protocol, he was forced to take once, once, uh, you know, that, that, he was he was suspended for five games. You know he couldn't be around the facility for five games a couple right. of weeks ago because um, he wasn't vaccinated. Right, and that that, that right. protocol only works only is applied to non-vaccinated players. So 
I mean, yeah, he he hurt himself there. And, you know, because you, you know, you need to be reliable. You can't, you can't go into the, into the season. If I'm Belichick, I don't want to go into the season with a guy, you know, you know, because he, he hangs around the warm person, uh, then, you know, he's not able to play on Sunday, you know, and I only have three days notice. So I think right. that, has to, that has to, to take, to, to play a role. Interesting thing about, about that situation is Belichick basically, to me, he, it's almost like he can't admit that. Um, because remember, Urban Meyer said he, he, did consider, right? he said that, and then the NF, NFLPA kind of came after him, right? That's right. You can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and with Cam, remember last year he he got out that great start, you know, a great start. Then he came down with COVID right. and was never the same. This time you're going into the preseason, and all of a sudden, you know, you miss five days of practice. Right. You know, so and that is a tough part about that. You can't you got to be available. Uh, so that's the tough part. If, if, if he were white quarterback, but then you got Indianapolis, uh, the guy in Indianapolis, Wentz is, I think, was doubling down on it, you know, not being vaccinated, the whole rationale, you know, uh, the guy in Minnesota. Um, cousins, uh, the, the minister of like cousins, you know. So I don't know. Uh, so we'll see. Do you, do you, do you, what do you think that he might land? That's, that's the discussion now. Cam, is it where is he going to land? Baltimore, you know. <laughs> I think people was, you know, Dallas Houston? was the Dallas was the hot uh spot for him, you know, to, to back up Dak because Dak's coming in off an of injury. First of all, Jerry Jones, of all people, is like forcing the entire team to get vaccinated. Uh, so you got to give Jerry Jones props for that. Uh, you mentioned, you mentioned Houston that they need to be taking your boy, uh, Tyrod Taylor's spot. He'll know Tyrod and, Taylor uh, can't catch a break. If, 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 uh, poor Tyrod Taylor, there. first, first the team doctor punctures his lung, you know, you know, now you get the shot at Houston and then they're going to bring in Cam Newton. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, I think, you know, I mean, it's kind of late in the game as, as far as, you know, the first game of the season. Um, all these quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks have been named. Uh, teams are pretty much set. I think maybe Cam has to wait until there's an injury. I think the first time there's a major injury, um, he'll be he'll be called up. Because the funny thing about the preseason unless, this year. Unless it's Matt Jones. <laughs> you think Belichick would do that? No, no, no. Okay. Cam, uh <laughs> I, I think he could, just couldn't bring himself to do it. Yeah, who knows? But the, but the, the interesting thing about Cam is that he he actually had a good preseason. And I I'm not gonna lie, Mac Jones looked good in preseason. Um, right. I, I watched some of the preseason games. And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, damn, Cam has some real competition here. Um, but Cam actually played well. Also, uh, he showed he he showed he could still throw the ball. Um, it's preseason. You know, Cam is actually accomplish things in the NFL. I mean, I thought that's why I thought based on the experience factor and based on Belichick wanting to win right away, I thought he would, he would stick with cam. Um, you know, again, who knows how much the COVID and the vaccine thing played into it, but. And maybe cam felt it wasn't good for his brand to be a backup, to be walking up and down side with a clipboard right. and back at his rookie. And you were like the great cam Newton. Does that hurt his Twitter following? Does that, you know, yeah. is that is that a good look? You gotta think, is this really how I want to go out carrying the clipboard? Yeah. You know, with the white with a towel around my neck. 
And, no. you know, at age 32, he's not even that old. Yeah, man. That, age 32 and washed up. Yeah. And he had to, you had to, you have to figure he thought he, in his own mind, he won that competition. You know, he, he played well. He had to think he was going to, he was going to get the nod. So when he doesn't, is that a good look for him to still be the backup quarterback? Right. Be a good sport about it. Yeah. Be yeah a good Cam, sport Cam's it. a good sport. Right. <laughs> you know, and he was, that was part of his, his, I, I dare I say, strict in terms of like how he was acting there. Remember there was, there were a couple, there were a couple uh clips of him, you know, give, you know, running Mac oh, yeah, Jones down to give him a high five. five. You know, yeah. he was playing the role as much as he could. Yeah. Do, it, do you think Mac Jones was ignoring him? Cause look at him. He was like running, like, like the guy was no. leaving him hanging. Mac Jones was, was, was uh, studying the playbook in his head. That's what he was doing. <laughs> That's right. I got time for the ceremonial shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Mac Jones, you know, the, the uh, genius Mac Jones was, was going through the playbook in his head. Um, right. You're right about that. The whole narrative, Mac Jones, he's such a hard worker, right? which I don't doubt. He has to be a hard worker because he's not much of an athlete, but Right. Um, but the you know you, you heard I've heard stuff about Mac Jones I've never heard about anybody he's I heard he's they're, they're putting it out there that he studies the defensive playbook mm, yeah so yes he has time to study the defensive not playbook. right not only does he know where everybody on offense is he knows where everybody on defense is too and all right. their sets and he knows where Belichick lives he knows you right, know, right. the whole you know he could tell you you know, who the police commissioner is. The, you know, you can just invent shit. You right. know, once you start right. down that road, you can invent everything that has to do with white supremacy. <laughs> All the stuff we think about, the brilliance and just, right. brilliant. just natural leadership and all the all his teammates, you should hear what they say about it, you know. Right. And it's so, funny, you don't, you really don't hear, even even with like the, you know, Mahomes, who, who is pretty much, uh, you know, the consensus best quarterback in the league right now. You don't hear that kind of you know you don't even hear that kind of stuff about him. You never hear like what a genius he is and right. and how much you know how how he knows the playbook up and down. When you know he does know the right. playbook up and down, you don't hear about this. You don't hear. About always, look at those launch look look at the launch angles. You know, it's always <laughs> right. has to go something. And, and clearly with, with with Lamar, you know, it's right. like oh no. you know Lamar gets none of that. He'll and he never will. Not not, not, not even close. <laughs> not even close. He can run out out run the whole you know. So yeah, man. I mean, I think the bottom line is, is are these guys good? Is is you know is you know? And I'm always trying. You, I want to pull for people just as a human being. Right. You want to do well, but then there's a part that says you know, it, you know, you want to also show them that you need these guys. You know, and it's funny how it used to be that athletic was a bad word. Now, if you notice, athletic is a good word. Right. You know, it's really right. a good word. Yeah, and he kind of like the kid at San Diego. Right, yeah, Herbert. He, he, yeah. The other, the other guy, Herbert. Yeah, and the guy is actually a pretty good athlete. Right. You know, where right. A- athletic was always like the kiss of death. Right. So now they have redefined it so that athletic is now palatable. You could be athletic. Well, you better and, be and, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have no choice now because even though, except for Mac Jones, I guess. But I mean, well, all... he's probably a pretty good athlete. I mean, to be in the NFL. Yeah. I mean. You yeah. know, what are you saying? He's just yeah. not fa- he's just not he's just slow footed. I'll just say that. <laughs> I know I'll okay, be watching well, we'll I mean Mac Jones looks he looks slower than, than Brady ever did. Right. 
Like he's the, he's not escaping the rush. No, and I think that's another thing I heard him say. You know, uh, uh, what's the name? Who's the offensive coordinator? Uh, he was just trying to get somebody like Tom Brady. Right. Kind right. of get a, a Tom Brady offense where he didn't have to change his whole thing. It's just a Tom Brady offense. Mm-hmm. And again, slash white, you know, white right. guy, not really quote unquote athletic. You know, if you just close your eyes really hard, you can imagine Tom Brady out there. You know? That's got to be, so, that's, a, that's a lot of pressure to put on this kid though. Cause remember, he, like I said, he looked great. He looked, you know, very good, but he was, it was all preseason stuff. So we really haven't seen anything. Um, you know, when the regular season comes and they start playing and real don't defense. Let, don't let them win their first game. Who's their first game? Oh, it's game against, against, oh, the against Miami. Oh, the first game is Miami. Yeah. The Dolphins. Yeah. So well. let, let them go down there and carve up <laughs> carve up a black coach. Let him do that. Carve up a Brian Floyd. <laughs> oh, he man. He carves him up. <laughs> the, le- the, le- the legend. The hot seat. Yeah, the legend will grow. The legend will grow. You know, but I, but it is, oh, it's man. a lot of, there's a lot of pressure on it because now, you know, everybody's, everybody just is comparing him to Brady. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's a high standard right there. I mean, this guy's got to win about five, five, uh, five to six Super Bowls. Yeah. Well, it starts with one game, Miami. <laughs> You know, so we'll see. You know, he has but he has he has the, the he has the highest selling. He, he, I think his jersey his jersey sold out like the as soon as he was announced to start it sold out all you know, uh, all across New England. I'm glad I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see it, Bill. Let me see it. <laughs> I'll show it you after the show. All of Alabama is really happy. Oh yeah, they're happy. They're happy. I I wonder if he's vaccinated. If he is, he should promote it. And uh, get get Alabama's numbers up. That's right. That's right. That's what he should say. I'm vaccinated. Then they'll disown him. <laughs> the governor of Alabama will disown him. Right. We thought you were one of us. Oh, man. He's like, nah, I'm trying to make the team, man. Exciting news. Our pod is partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our PlayActionPools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em, at playactionpools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest, Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contests, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. Uh, wait a minute. This is my daughter. Uh, all right. Hey, Rye. Hey, Dad. Hey, you're on a, you're on the podcast, Raisa. On the podcast? Yeah, I'm in the middle of my podcast. Bill Ra- oh. Hello, folks. This is a special treat. We have my wonderful daughter, Raisa Lopez Roden, who <laughs> is getting ready. What's getting ready to happen, Ryan, in a couple weeks? Getting married. Yeah, my daughter's getting married. So every- Congratulations. Yep, we got a GoFundMe page. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, well, I don't want to interrupt the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 but but it's always great to have you on the show, Rye. <laughs> Thank you. Great to be here. 
Do you have any 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 words? How how are you feeling about getting married? I'm feeling excited, nervous, anxious, um, a lot of different emotions, but overall excited. Yes, you have you had a really good run up. You know, you and your Rice and her friends have not they, they have not been cheated out of this experience. No. They've had a, a great time on different <laughs> continents, the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. We've really done it up. And having played, this is the third time now that we've been trying to plan a wedding. So there's been a lot of anticipation for the day. Really yeah. excited about it. I know. I know. All eyes. All eyes were on Long Island. Exactly. <laughs> Pray for good weather. Yeah. Have you got, have you done the forecast yet? Like a couple yeah. weeks out? We, um, I can only see a tendency forecast. We're not there yet. But by next week, we'll, we'll know. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do. We we'll see if we can see the atmosphere to make sure we get sunny days and all that stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and then we've got the uh, traditional wedding coming up too, right? Yes, tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be very exciting. Yes. So be sure to get back to me, right? I need to know where I get my my uh, my garb, my traditional garb. Okay. All right. So you want to call? Oh, you want to call me after? Yeah, after we finish this podcast. All right, sweetie. Bye. Bye. There you uh, have it, folks. How how do you how are you feeling, Bill? About you know how do you feel pre wedding? Like her. <laughs> same same emotions. Yep. Same same emotions. Nervous, excited, uh, anxious. Good. You know, making sure you know my tuxedo. You know, is, looks presentable. <laughs> That should be that should shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was looking forward to it, man. You're 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 a couple of decades away from it, but you'll. Uh, you yeah, know, and I don't I don't have any daughters at the moment, so you know. Yeah. Oh, at the moment, so you the the door is open. Leave the no, door I mean, open for a girl. I mean, the doors. You know, the doors. You know, physically open. I don't think it's going to happen, but you never. You know, I'm just. I just want to shut it completely, just in case. Something right. weird happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never yeah. know. You never know. You never, you never know. That's the beauty of it. You never know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but if we were in a, if we were in a, what's the name's uh, shoes, in Matt Jones' shoes, we wouldn't have to worry about it. You know, you pay for several weddings. That's true. That is true. The yeah. doors was going to be rolling oh, in. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. We'll see. We'll see, man. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this uh, this this NFL season, man. Um, to see, we'll see what Mac Jones does. You know, see if he if he can live up to the hype. And I think you know eventually, you know, eventually they're gonna they're gonna let Justin Fields. They're gonna have to trust him, trust his his uh, his acumen <laughs> with you know, and, and let him in the game at some point. Right. Um, and he'll probably probably be successful. And the same with Trey Lance. Um, and they're going to, you know, and then people, you know, we, we'll look back at it then like, oh, wh- we wonder why they, they didn't start right away. You know? Yeah. 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 We'll see. Somebody was saying that about Justin Fields. He was on the scout team. Mm-hmm. And some guys said, how come this guy's not starting? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what? No, no. You know, they, they, they got to be, you know, they got to convince themselves that 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 black black people are smart enough to play the position, I guess. Right. Still, after, you know, 
Right. After, so, after plenty of evidence. So uh, as we wind down this special edition, special quarterbacks edition, uh, who do you like in each division? Who do you, who do you like? Your favorite team of the Jets. Uh, I don't even know if I should waste time. But do you like your guy? Oh, no, that's who we forgot. We forgot uh, the Jets starting quarterback. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, that's right. Zach Wilson. They, they, that's Zach right. We Wilson. Forgot him. They, they plugged him right in. Uh, right in. You know, he, he, they trust him. They trust Zach. Yeah, they trust him. They they gave him the keys right away. Oh, yeah, like, how can I forget Zach Wilson? And every everybody everybody seems to like him, you know. And I don't doubt I don't doubt he's he's pretty good and will do well. But that the whole point is I don't doubt Justin Fields or Trey Lance either. Like they're all right. they're all on the level. So why are why are those the only two not starting? Yeah, they just need more seasoning. <laughs> we just you know. We don't want it. We don't want to. We don't. It's like, you know, right after slavery, you release the slave. We have to take it easy. We don't want to just throw them. You know, right. we have to learn how to deal with freedom. Exactly. You know, you know? we got to give them. They need a uh, media training. And uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Know which hand? We don't know how to use a fork and knife. You know, the motherfucker. I know how to, I use. I know how to use a knife. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> we should do the black quarterback standings. <laughs> of all the teams, how are they going to finish? Of all the teams, black quarterbacks, how are they going to finish? Does does two does two account? Yeah, well, he's off color. I think he's off color. Yeah, let's do off color. That's why they discovered that they said, you know, all of a sudden his stock goes down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So AFC North, you got uh, Lamar Jackson. He's the only black quarterback in the AFC North. Uh, although, what's uh, the name? Uh, if things break right in Pittsburgh. You could have your boy uh, get us some playing time. If uh, Big Ben goes down and yeah. uh, his backup can't get the job done, you know, maybe we'll see um, Dwayne, the great Dwayne Haskins. Yes. I mean, I can see it. I mean, Tomlin, Tomlin is there. I, I really don't have any faith in, um, in Roethlisberger. I think, his, I think he's just too old. Um, yeah. You know, he had a terrible year last year. Terrible. Uh, injuries or no injuries. I just, I don't even understand why they felt like they could bring him back, but you know, so, I, so I don't have any faith in him. I could, I could definitely see Haskins getting an opportunity this year and what he, he has talent. It's just a question of whether he takes care of business. Yeah. Does he take it seriously? And then, uh, uh, you know, of course we have Jameis Winston getting his second shot at life, which is right. great. That's know? good. He looks good. I mean, he has a he has a great offensive mind, as they say, uh, and Sean Payton. So, I mean, he he should be equipped uh, to bring down those uh, interception totals. And he already, you know, he already has he already throws for yards and throws for touchdowns. It's just you know cleaning up the mistakes, and that's that's what coaching is for, right? So he should be. I I, I expect a big year from him. Yep. We got Ty, your boy Tyrod Taylor in, in uh, Tyrod Houston. Taylor. That'd be a great story. Yeah, uh, and then and then uh, we got uh, Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. He he's there. Uh, Mahomes in Kansas City, so it's gonna be tough for him to win that division with uh with Kansas City there. But but Bridgewater, yeah, it, it was kind of a surprise. We didn't we didn't expect Bridgewater to get that to get the starting nod. They were, from everything we saw, they they wanted to give it to Drew Locke, um, but yeah. Bridgewater just beat him out. Right. Bridgewater is very yeah. he's very solid. Right. That's yeah. that's the word everybody uses. Solid. Yeah, he's, he's very, very solid. He's very solid. If he were a white quarterback, he'd been starting all along. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, that, yeah. he's that solid. 
He'd be right. <laughs> he, he might even be a pro heavy. bowler. That's right. It's so he's, solid. Yeah, I, he's yeah, he's so solid. He spends his night right when all the rest of the black guys are going out clubbing. You know, we had, yeah, he's uh, Teddy. Teddy is studying. Yeah, he's, I, he's studying the whiteboard. I think, and I think he knows the defensive playbook also. You know, he's a, he's that kind yeah, of guy. That's right. So that's a rumor got, has it. He, <laughs> he knows the entire defensive playbook for every team in his division. Right. How about what do you do? Steal them? <laughs> How about NFC East? Uh, Dak, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you think they can win a division? Uh, Not much there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of a, a thing because then you're, you're right down Philadelphia. You got your boy, man. Uh, oh yeah, Jalen Hurts. Gonna get his shot. J- Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Jeff- another guy. Great who, story. Another a guy. Another, another smart. Intelligent, you know, very intelligent, very prepared. I'm sure he knows both playbooks Focus. as well. We got, we got to start giving. We, we got, you know, they don't get this. T- nobody talks about these uh, black quarterbacks this way when they no more in the we, playbook. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta big that up. We gotta, right. We gotta remind people. This, right. Jalen Hurts knows the playbook. Okay, he knows the playbook from everything I hear inside and from everything I hear. Not only that, he knows not only the defensive playbook. You know, they say that he. He he, kind of gives the uh, defensive coordinator tips. <laughs> right, they call him the they call right. him the coach the coach on the field. Yes, he's a co- he's a coach on the field. He might even know the special teams playbook. You know, I heard that too. I heard yeah. that he knows special because he said I have to learn that because I need I want to get field position. Maybe maybe it's an Alabama thing, you know, because uh, he, you know he was at Alabama also was a, as a freshman took him took him to the. Uh, to the championship game, didn't get to finish the game. Until he was bitched at halftime by Nick Saban. For Tua. For Tua. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Alabama, though. Alabama has, just off the top of the head, there's three quarterbacks starting in the league right now. That's pretty pretty impressive. Hurts, Tua, and Mac and Jones. And Jones, yeah. Which, which, which raised a question about uh, HBCUs and will, and will HBCUs ever rise in power, the mm. power they were in the golden years. You know, when Alabama refused, they wouldn't even recruit black athletes. That's yeah. another segment. We'll yeah. do that segment. Yeah. We'll do and that segment next. Because, yeah, HBUs are hot right now. HBCUs yeah. are hot right now. As Everybody know. loves HBCUs. For those of you who don't know, when you listen to the show, you know, historically black colleges and universities right. receiving a lot of love. Right. This is sort of post-George uh, Floyd. Right. Lots, right. Lots of love, lots of money. Uh, in fact, I'm taking a tour an HBCU tour starting Monday, where we're going to go down to uh, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Salisbury, North Carolina, to the site of the very first HBCU game between mm. Biddle and Livingstone mm. in the fall of 1892. Actually, it wasn't the fall. I think it was like December mm. 1892, the very first black college game. Now, it, it, it appeared almost 20-something years after the first white game, mm-hmm. uh, Rutgers played what became Princeton. Mm. But anyway, so we're going to take a tour. We're going to visit the Florida A&M University campus, talk about the great Jake Gaither's dynasty. And uh, we're going to talk about the great Florida A&M marching band, how that started. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk to a, a top prep recruit who is not going to an HBCU. You know who's not getting caught up in the free in the fervor, <laughs> and then we're going to end up 
were going to end up uh, in Memphis at the Tennessee State-Jackson State game with your guy, Eddie George and Deion oh, wow. Sanders. Okay, yeah, Deion Sanders, Deion. Deion uh, gets a lot of press lately. Lots of press, you know. Name, image, and likeness. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And then, uh, you know, your HBCU, uh, your alma mater, North Carolina A&T, uh, which is uh, not even in a black conference anymore. I think it's starting. You're going to be in the Big South. Yeah, the Big South. They moved to the Big South. Try to get some uh, some more <laughs> some more money. Big, that's right, big money. Yeah. So the hell with tradition. Hey, do I, I wonder if they still play? Are they still going to play some of those teams? I wonder. Do they I play think, Central. I think they'll play a couple. Mm-hmm. I think they'll play a couple. Mm-hmm. But but they're you know Big South, Big South yeah. all the way. Yeah, I keep for I actually keep forgetting that. Like every time, you know, you think about HBCU f- football, I'm still thinking that you know A and T is part of that, but they're not. Nope, nope. And that's another market time. In fact, there's some schools. Uh, one of my uh, road fellows at Morgan said that she's the only black girl on the softball team. Right, right, you know? right. Okay. Yeah, the baseball and softball. So even, when, of- even when I was at A and T, uh, there were a lot. There, I would I think the baseball team was at least half white. Wow. Well, anyway, man, listen, listen. Uh, this has been a great conversation. I'm like you. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for the NFL season too. I think it's going to be a great, uh, a great season. Yeah. At the world's most important league, just breaking a bill, printing money, billions of dollars, billions right. of dollars. Right. Trying to vaccinate players. We'll see what the we'll see what the fan you know fans in the stands. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We we all take bets on which will be the first team to forfeit because of a COVID breakout. My my money's on Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. And then, you know, and we're still seeing it every every day there's news of a you know player here or there who has COVID. So it's still it's obviously it's still out there. So all right, man. Well, this has been a great conversation. Yes. Keep supporting, keep listening. We we appreciate it. Uh of course, you can you can subscribe and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow us on social media at BrosPod on Twitter and at BrosPod on on uh, Instagram. And of course, we are brought to you by Bet Online. All right, brother. Well, listen, man. You have a great weekend. You too. And to all of our hundreds of thousands of listeners, have a great weekend. Uh, be safe. Wear your mask. Mask up. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. At least get tested. All right, everybody. Let's have a great weekend and God bless. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.